The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Tonight on the program, it's sex in the news. Oh, lots of things to share with you, like a new study that shows that a clean home leads to more sex, less stress. Look around you. Uh, we'll also talk about Rocket Man. What about the gay scenes? Well, they're being cut in some places. Have you seen Rocket Man? I want to get your take on that. And does marriage really improve sexual satisfaction? New research uh, on uh, sexual satisfaction and marriage. Plus, women who use marijuana before sex. What do they report? What would your take be on that? So lots more to share with you. But first... Let's take a look at the inbox. Make a connection anytime at 514-800. Let me answer your questions now, which you can send me by email at any time to laurie at drlaurie.com anytime during the week. Uh, and by the way, after 1030, we also play Dirty Minds, which Brian will read out for us. Three clues. Uh, dirty clues, but the answer is not. And your chance to win a one-month unlimited pass to 360 Punch. And if you're interested in trying out a class for free, you can join me tomorrow, tomorrow morning at 1015 for a pa- Passion Punch class. Uh, it'll be great fun to meet you and uh, a chance to check it out and work out. All right, here's an email. Um, I mentioned my girlfriend that there is a man at her work. He's very interested to have sex with her. So someone who's written about this before. When I finally agreed, she started having sex with him. And not only do they, not only they do it often, it seems they had already discussed in the past. Is this normal? I'm not really sure what you're asking me. Is this normal? I don't know what the status of your relationship is. Have you discussed uh, that you are going to be non-monogamous so that you were going to be in an open relationship or not? And if you did, if you agreed that you were going to be uh, consensually non-monogamous, what are the rules that you guys have established? So you need to be able to uh, talk about this. I'm not sure what the normal part of that is. I know you guys discussed it and I know you had told me that she was interested in someone at work. You gave her the go ahead, but was there anything else in there in terms of like, did you guys talk about potential problems that might arise? Like what is she looking for in another relationship? Is it just sex? Is it a polyamorous relationship? Does she want you as her primary partner and someone else as a boyfriend or a, a, just a side lover? What's this about? Like I, I would need to know far more. And the word isn't, is this normal, but more uh, is this healthy for our relationship? That's far more important to know uh, than, than the normal because everybody has their own, uh, own normal. So write me back, give me more details so I can have a, do a, a little bit, a better assessment on that. Uh, another person writes, is there side effects to masturbating too much? This is a question I've probably answered. Oh, I don't know, between writing and, and, and on air hundreds of times what's like the the normal amount so here's the word normal again right there's no real norm 
Uh, some people masturbate a lot, like they'll masturbate daily, sometimes a couple of times a day and some not at all. And neither on the, there's no norm in that spectrum. Okay. Each individual person, uh, decides what's comfortable for them. However, there are things you need to keep in mind. When I look at what's too much, too much would be when it interferes in some aspect of your life. So are you masturbating so much that you've got nothing left to give to your partner who wants to have sex with you? And so you don't feel like it because, well, you masturbated earlier in the day and, and so there you can't get another erection or you can't have another ejaculation or you just don't feel like it. So if that's happening on a regular basis, that's a problem. Are you doing this compulsively? Last week we talked about a guy who was, uh, uh, who was, uh, fired from his job because he couldn't go a day without masturbating and, and would masturbate in the bathroom at work. So is it at that level? Um, the other danger too, like, or the side effect, if you will, that I see quite commonly is that, um, if you don't have a partner for a long time and you, uh, masturbate regularly with the same imagery all the time and the same technique all the time. When you're with a partner, it may be difficult or more difficult to either, uh, get the erection or maintain the erection or, or, uh, have an orgasm simply because you get used to one form of stimulation the way you do it. So when a partner does it, or when you, uh, practice something else like, uh, uh, intercourse or oral sex or what have you, it can feel very, very different. And in your mind or your penis's mind, uh, not, not as good. Plus, if you uh, are watching a lot of pornography with this, uh, that can do something to your brain as well, because there's so much stimulation coming at you that when you're with a partner, you don't have that same level of stimulation. So it might be important that if you've been single for a long time, masturbating for a long time and watching porn, that you go on this, uh, you go on a diet a little bit. So you, you abstain from masturbation, you abstain, uh, from porn so you can get used to your partner. So I hope that that answers that question. I was having sex with my boyfriend and it lasted quite some time, about 45 minutes. Um, we, for a long time, we've been using the pullout methods and yes, I understand the risks, but so far no pregnancy. Anyway, this time when he pulled out and uh, came, the ejaculate was clear like water as opposed to the usual thicker white color. I want to know if that means he already came inside me. He said he did not, or if this is a normal occurrence due to the perhaps prolonged sexual experience. And could this be a medical problem? So your, your guess is actually right. So, um, when, when there's prolonged lovemaking, the semen can be more clear and watery rather than, uh, thick and creamy as you describe. And part the, the, uh, the reason for this is that, uh, a lot of the, the liquid part of the semen is actually a uh, prostatic fluid, fluid that comes from, uh, the prostate. So if a man is, uh, reasonably, uh, hydrated, so you, you know, drink enough water, etc., cetera, uh, the consistency actually depends on the amount of prostatic fluid that's in the, in the mix. So if you spend a lot of time in an aroused state, 
So as your sexual arousal increases, there's more secretions of prostatic fluid as well. So if you spend a lot of time in foreplay, your semen typically becomes thinner and more watery. So that happens to be uh, perfectly normal. But please beware while you talk about the withdrawal method, beware of the withdrawal method. It is not the best form of uh, birth control um, because of pre-ejaculate, which the person doesn't feel, which may contain some sperm. So you still have to uh, be fully aware of the potential uh, pitfalls of that method of birth control. Coming up, we'll talk about uh, how much a clean home affects us. Some of us live in like very clean homes. Some of us do not. Is there a difference in our sex lives? What does that say about our sex lives? A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. How does a home's cleanliness impact sex, stress, and other factors? So a company called ModernCastle.com decided to find out. They interviewed or they surveyed over a 1,000 Americans. Keep in mind this is a survey. We're not uh, talking completely scientific here. So remember, grain of salt. You don't know who they're surveying exactly. You don't know who visits the site, et cetera, et cetera. So we take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but very interesting what they came up with. Uh, married couples with cleaner homes have 39.1% more sex than married couples with dirtier homes. Okay. Uh, all individuals, regardless of relationship status, have more sex if they have a cleaner home, seven times per month for the cleanest homes and only 4.7 times per month for the dirtiest homes. Remember, I have no idea how they measured uh, cleanliness here also, so let's uh, keep that in mind. Uh, couples who clean together have 34.5% more sex than couple, uh, couples who don't. And... Um, so basically, the survey respondents consistently showed, according to the survey, that couples who have dirtier homes have, on average, less sex, and uh, while those with cleaner homes have more. They also found that women are 10.6% cleaner than men. I don't know if any of this uh, surprises you, but I know for women, I often hear this uh, for from women, is when, <clears throat> when they're living with like a lot of... Um, detail like there's an old joke that says like a, a man can have uh sex in a pigsty but for a woman if there's like one sock on the floor she's distracted right so it's about the the looking at all the details she absorbs more of those details and can be distracted uh from the sexual experience if she feels that she's got to clean her house or that the house is too messy or what have you so i, I have heard that like there is something that uh, something to that. Uh, I'm just wondering what you think of this. 514-800, if you want to comment on uh, anything I'm talking about tonight, always welcome to do that. Uh, if you have a, a sex question that you want me to answer, please send that along as well. Anybody see Rocket Man? Uh, I think it, it just came out last uh, weekend. I saw it. I really enjoyed it. 
have to say I didn't enjoy it as much as Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, but it was fun. It was uh, it was kind of like a musical. I could see that like being a Broadway show uh, type of thing. Anyway, the uh, the star of Rocket Man, Taryn Egerton, I think that's how you pronounce his name, spoke out because it was revealed that the gay sex scenes, and as you all know, Elton John was gay, and Elton John wanted absolutely to have his whole like all the ugly parts and the nice parts of his life uh, put on film. So there uh, there was the, the gay sex scenes, the drug scenes, all of that stuff. Um, and they were censored from the film's release in Russia. So the filmmakers have blamed a local distributor in Russia for the decision to gut these gay scenes from the biopic. Uh, and <clears throat> the changes to the film remove around five minutes of footage, including a sex scene between Elton John and his manager, John Reed. Uh, and uh, Taron Egerton says he was very disappointed by this sex censorship. Uh, and he spoke about the importance of the film's LGBT uh, visibility, and he condemned the decision in a statement on Instagram. He said, love is love, no compromises. He said, I am crestfallen that the decision was made to censor our movie for the Russian market. I'm even more disappointed to hear about it secondhand today on the day of our domestic Release. I in no way condone this decision and feel disappointed I wasn't made aware and given the chance to fight this move. Love is love, no compromises. Elton John himself has also condemned the decision in a joint statement with filmmakers. He says, we reject in the strongest possible terms the decision to pander to local laws and censor Rocket Man for the Russian market, a move we were unaware of until today. I expected it. When I saw the movie, I said, oh... Here are the scenes that are going to be cut. They did it the, the same thing for uh, in many different places, I believe, for uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And um, I knew for sure they were going, this part was, many of these parts were going to be censored. And there are actually more, um, I would say, more gay sex scenes in uh, Rocket Man than there were in, uh, in the Queen uh, biopic. So, uh, anyway, interesting. Does marriage improve sexual satisfaction? This was a study done in a peer-reviewed uh, journal. So this is a real study by sex researchers who uh, looked at people who were married, never married, people who were divorced or separated, uh, and then they, were, they divided those into single, living apart together, and cohabitating. And then they checked their levels of sexual self-esteem, sexual communication, sexual frequency in all those different uh, groups. So they did this with um, over 3,200 respondents. They were from Germany uh, between the ages of 32 and 46, uh, which was, uh, again, that was a, a large sample. And what they found is that marriage is apparently not a determinant for sexual satisfaction. In fact, married couples are among the least sexually satisfied groups. Secondly, married people reported lower rates of sexual self-esteem and sexual communication skills than most of the other groups. And third, the group that generally showed the highest levels of sexual satisfaction is that of couples who were not married, who were not living together, but were living apart. So basically 
couples who were simply dating. They concluded, therefore, that uh, marriage, uh, it seems that it is not marriage that is beneficial to sexual satisfaction, but rather simply having a partner, which is many times, uh, of course, a personal choice. It might also be that married couples who are actually less confident in their sexual skills than most groups marry exactly because they want to address these insecurities, they say. So maybe if you're insecure about it, you get married. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but which flies in, in the face of other research that has shown that married, married people who are married have more sexual satisfaction. Just want to add that as a, as a side note. So sometimes it's important to look at all the different research that goes on with a particular topic. Uh, here's another one that was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Again, peer-reviewed, so I trust uh, I, I trust this <laughs> very much. And they were looking at how marijuana affects women's sexual functioning. And I told you this before a couple weeks back, uh, or maybe a couple months back, that because now marijuana is legal in Canada, we're actually going to see... Uh, many, many more research, much more research done on the use of either cannabis, uh, CBD oil, um, in whatever format, we're going to see more studies related to sexuality. It's a question of dosage and, uh, and, and finding people who are willing and what have you. But now that it's legal, you can do these kinds of studies. When it wasn't, it was very hard to get approval. You can't really get approval in a university setting to do research with illegal substances. So uh, we're going to see a whole lot more. So these researchers surveyed hundreds of women uh, who were visiting a, a clinic, an obstetrics and gynecology clinic in Missouri, about whether they use marijuana, and if so, whether and how it affected their sexual satisfaction, their sex drive, and their orgasm uh, quality. What they found is that marijuana users reported some sexual effects. However, there are some caveats to keep in mind when uh, one was looking at the results. One is that the exact mechanisms behind, behind why marijuana affects women's sexual function is just not clear yet. Uh, although this study does not assess factors such as dosage, timing of the use of marijuana, or the strain that is used... Again, very hard to tell when you just simply ask that one question. Uh, but given all of these variables, plus the fact that people differ in their general sensitivity to the drug, uh, it's to be expected that marijuana use is going to have different effects on different people. So right now, preliminary is that women who use marijuana before sex report better orgasms, but obviously uh you know, we need, we need to see more research in terms of, uh, uh, the potentials for marijuana to treat female sexual dysfunctions. But my guess is, is that, uh, we're going to see that this is going to have the best effect than any of the other, uh, drugs that have been tried like Viagra on women and Philbanserin on women because it makes sense. The, 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 um, the what does the marijuana do? It relaxes the brain. And when a woman's brain is relaxed, 
it uh, allows her to be in her body more than in her brain uh, and so can enjoy the experience um, a whole lot more. So there's, uh, there's that going on. Uh, coming up, we'll th- play Dirty Minds and we'll see which group of people are the happiest. Married women, women with children, women without children, with a spouse, without a spouse, all of that coming up. The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. It's time to play Dirty Minds. So Brian's going to give you three clues. Uh, And uh, the first person to call in at 514-790-0800, the first person to call in with the right answer will win a one-month unlimited pass to 360 Punch. If anybody wants to try it out, tomorrow I call it the Passion Punch class. Come join me at 10.15 a.m. free class for anybody, any of you listening who want to uh, try it out. That's tomorrow at 10.15 a.m. Brian, are you ready? I'm always ready, Lori. Are you ready? Is everyone ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Let's go. Here are your three clues. Okay, sexy voice. Oh, my God. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) The pressure, right? You can use me to arouse yourself. After you turn me on, you go to bed. When you fondle me in the morning, it turns me on. Oh, you, it turns me off. Oh, well, I got on. That's your dirty brain. Oh, you're right. It turns me <laughs> off. We could do that again. Go ahead. We'll go one Sexier. more time. Sexier, Sexier this okay. time. You can use me to arouse yourself. After you turn me on, you go to bed. When you fondle me in the morning, it turns me off. All right. What am I? 514-790-0800. All right. You did that real well, Brian. No problem, I'm very Lori. proud of you. We're going to work on that sexy voice of yours, but <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I got it's you. It's good. All right. You let us know who gets uh, who do. wins. All right. Uh, let me tell you about this. Uh, so this is according to this uh, expert in uh, in happiness. This is, I guess, known as an expert in happiness. He's, he basically, he's a professor of behavioral science at the London School of Economics. He's the best-selling author of Happiness by Design. And he contends that women who don't have a partner and children are actually happier than the rest of the population. He said that traditional standards for success don't actually correlate with happiness, and it's especially the case when it comes to tying the knot and raising kids. He says that married people are happier than other population subgroups, but they only answered that when their spouse was in the room and they were asked how happy they are. When the spouse is not there, they said that they are miserable. These are his words, not mine. Uh, even though the studies presumably apply to both men and women, Professor Dolan added that the negative effects of marriage are compounded for women. Marriage often leads to taking fewer risks and making more money at work for men, but women are at a higher risk of developing physical conditions and mental illnesses when they are married. 
And he adds, they also tend to lose their lives sooner than their single counterparts. He also noted that the social stigma of singledom at middle age might make some women feel pressured or unhappy at times, but the reality is that there are plenty of benefits to an unmarried and childish lifestyle. Many people react like, ooh, it's a shame when they see a single woman in her 40s and they say that maybe one day she'll meet the right person and it will all change for her. However, the reality is that she will maybe meet the wrong guy and it will change for her. She will meet a guy that will make her less happy and healthy and she will lose her life sooner. So for all of you out there who are never married, no children, and li- living the good life single. Don't listen to what people say. Don't, don't, you know, you can always tell them, give them the results of this study when you feel that there's some kind of uh, pressure on you that, hey, you have to get married and have kids to be happy, which, of course, is not the case, according to research. It's not the first time I've seen this. Uh, this kind of research done with the same similar results. Brian, do we have ourselves a winner? We do have ourselves a winner. Right. How about you repeat the clues so that people can write it down so they can use that at their next party, and then we'll get the answer. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> okay. okay, so here are the clues. You can arouse. Uh, you can use me to arouse yourself. After you turn me on, you go to bed. When you fondle me in the morning, it turns me off. I am? An alarm clock. I am an alarm clock. Who's our winner? Our winner today is Nella. Nella. Congratulations, yep. Nella. You've won a one-month unlimited pass to 360 Punch. It's a new uh, boutique gym on the West Island on the 40. If anybody is interested and you want to try a class for free, I'm there tomorrow morning. Let's call it the Passion Punch class, uh, and it'll be lots of fun. I'll be there at 10.15, so if you want to join me tomorrow for a free class, when you come into the doors, just tell them you're here for the Passion Punch class, and we'll have a little bit of fun. How's that? Have you heard of vampire facials? It's something I've talked about here before, maybe a while back. One of those crazy crazes. Um, the vampire facial basically is um, uh, basically it's using plasma. Okay, it, it works like this: the patient's blood, own blood, is drawn placed in a machine that extracts platelet-rich plasma, a protein derived from blood that is highly concentrated and full of growth factors. The plasma is then applied back onto the skin, typically by laser or microneedling, in the hopes of stimulating collagen, minimizing pores, and making skin appear more youthful. If you see pictures of it, you see women with like a bloody faces, basically. Uh, Kim Kardashian is the one who like put it out on the map, of course, uh, in uh, 2013. However, uh, in New Mexico, uh, they are raising questions about the safety and the procedure itself. Two people have contracted uh, HIV after undergoing injection procedures. So this is uh, serious, serious stuff. I want you to think about that. Whenever you think of some craze, 
that people are advertising, including famous people like Kim Kardashian, Gwyneth Paltrow talked about the jade egg in the vagina or the garlic in the vagina or whatever it is, all of that stuff, like check it out medically. Or if you're going to do something like that, you've got to really, really make sure that people are using uh, very uh, sterile um, procedures and, and instruments and things like that. So you can't just go to anyone who's offering this kind of stuff. So beware. This is a buyer beware a little service announcement, public service announcement for you. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Men from which country do you think are the most attractive. In a moment, I'm going to share with you what one study has found. What do you think? I have to think about this. I think I agree with, uh, well, with the answer of this one, but you tell me. Ladies, well, the men can tell me which uh, women from w- women from which country they think are the most attractive, although I don't have the results of that. I only have it for men. Which one? Which country? I just want to answer a couple of texts here. I thought they were injecting your own blood plasma for the uh, for the vampire facials. They do inject your own blood blood plasma, but they're reusing needles. So they're using needles that they've used on somebody else's blood uh, to to take out blood from someone else. So that's how uh, HIV is contracted through used needles. Big big risk factor, by the way. Another texter writes, love your show and I love you, but I'm not in love with you (laughs) from a past show on that subject. Thank you for that. A little bit of love. Never uh, hurt anyone. Thank you. Uh, Hi, Dr. Laurie. I can definitely vouch for that study you cited. I am a woman in her early 40s who is single and happy, as are a number of other female friends around the same age. I'm very independent and have learned not to rely on others as a source of happiness. I earn a decent income, have time for hobbies, travel, and an active social life. I decided that I, if I ever did get married and had children, I would have no time for myself. I think it is selfish to bring children into the world when you have a full-time career and have no time to devote for them. Uh, well, you know, women can, it's a juggling act, uh, but it is uh, certainly doable, speaking for myself, who had a full-time career and children. Uh, it's, it's a balancing act, to put it this way. It requires a whole lot more balancing, and uh, sometimes you wish there were just more hours in the day so you can take time for yourself, but... Um, but it changes as the kids get older and become more independent as well. Based on an international survey of what makes men attractive, men from Italy are considered the most handsome in the entire world. I hear a lot of Italian guys clapping right now. I can hear you through the radio. Uh, So the survey was conducted in countries that included Canada, China, Russia, Australia, Brazil, France, Greece, Malaysia, and the U.S. Um, So Italian men were considered to be the best looking. Like when they asked all of these people, really, this is uh, what Italy was was the top. According to the survey, some of the characteristics that make men attractive include, which I found interesting, wearing cologne, 
I don't know, wearing too much cologne, I find that unattractive, but anyhow, and having a nice smile. Many women also express their feelings of attraction towards men who dress well. So Italian men have all of those characteristics and then some. Way to go, Italy. So we were talking about HIV. Let me talk about other STIs. Read this study and it was like, whoa. This is from the World Health Organization. They have concluded that one million people a day contract an STI around the world. One million people a day contract a curable sexually transmitted infection. So we're talking about globally here. Uh, And they looked at uh, four STIs that make up 376 million new cases annually, chlamydia, gonorrhea, uh, trichomoniasis, and syphilis. So uh, most of these are uh, through sexual intercourse, except for, um, well, they looked at the ones that were really uh, not HPV and not, uh, not herpes. So if you add those in, boy, <laughs> I'm not sure how many you uh, you would get. But they wanted to make a point of this because of the lack of sex education surrounding STIs globally. And also to point out that many people may not experience symptoms when they uh, contract one of these uh, STIs. They, uh, according to the World Health Organization as well, a global shortage of penicillin and a drug-resistant strain of gonorrhea pose a huge threat to the population at large. So this, uh, you know, tells you, like, protect yourself. Uh, STIs that go untreated can be serious. They, uh, the, some of the potential health consequences, if you leave it untreated, are uh, put, uh, infertility, neurological problems, uh, and cardiovascular disease, as well as stillbirth. So to me, this is a real wake-up call. I think it's a, it should be a wake-up call uh, for everybody that we, um, this is just not, it's just not acceptable. A million people a day contract an STI when a condom would have protected them from, and we're talking about the four ones that are contracted through uh, the exchange of bodily fluids. That's, that's a lot of cases, folks, a lot of cases a day. We need to do far more education all around. Wow. Do I have time to share anything else with you? Oh, there was this one story. I would have loved to get your take on this, although we don't have much time. I just want to bring it up to you anyhow. Uh, This was the headline. Parents given chance to use sperm from deceased son to produce male heir raises ethical uh, concern. So their son, basically, this is in, uh, in China, their son uh, was killed in an accident and they wanted to retrieve the sperm post-mortem. So post-mortem retrieval of the human uh, sperm. And they got the okay uh, to do this. Of course, this is this can bring up a whole lot of questions, which uh, 
we should probably uh, leave for another night and and discuss at greater length. That that's a big ethical question right there. All right, couple of uh, questions. Is it true that women will typically have symptoms of an STI before a man would? Um, I've not heard that. However, if you look at the environment, so the moisture, um, and because women have more folds and the inner part and what have you, it would make sense that it would maybe breed in that way. Uh, but I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell you for sure because women can be asymptomatic and men can be asymptomatic as well. Uh, in terms of uh, who's, uh, which men are most attractive, men from the Spanish Caribbean, like Dominican Republic, Cuba, and Puerto Rico, are by far the most appealing. Yes, Puerto Rico, I've been there. I found them quite uh, good looking there too. Uh, Mediterranean men are too hairy and selfish in bed. Okay, that's one person's take. That isn't a study results, okay? That's just one person's take on that. We could do our very own passion poll and see which, uh, which are the most attractive men and women. We should do that. We should do our own survey, shouldn't we? Like we just keep talking about other people's surveys, but Hey, we could do our own. Thank you so much guys for uh, spending your precious time with me. Really appreciate it. Uh, and I also appreciate our technical producer very much, Brian Kalisar, as well as our passion researcher, Linda Delisi. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito, D-R-L-A-U-R-I-E-B-E-T-I-T-O, or just go to my website, drlori.com. You can always write me there as well if you have a question uh, that you want answers to. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening, a fabulous weekend. It's going to be nice and warm, so enjoy it. And remember to live your life with passion. Mm-hmm.